In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm here with an absolute worldwide superstar Browns superhero. It's Chris McNeil. Chris, how are you? Oh, listen to that intro. I'm doing well. How are you doing, Paul? Excellent, thank you. How is everything with yourself? Good, man. Good. I can't wait for a football season, though. You know, now we got the draft passed, has passed us by. Now it's looking forward to the summer and getting OTAs, and then it's going to be into the season come August, and I cannot wait. Yeah, we've got, I think if I'm correct, uh, minicamp starting, the show's going to go out today, so minicamp starts again today. I think we have one more weekend of minicamps, and then they have a little break, and then they have mandatory training, and I think that's it then, isn't it? And it can't start soon enough, man. It can't start soon enough. I'm excited. Word on the street is that OB uh, Jay's in Cleveland at the moment, ready for training. Yeah, I think I've heard that. I heard, think I've heard that he was up there at Sandusky, I think, with the crew, wasn't he? Was he up there with Baker up there in uh, Cedar Point? I don't think he was. I didn't see him there. Was he not there? No. No, no but on the Browns Twitter, it seems like he's in. The, he's in the. Uh, in the it may have been uh, Jarvis Landry. I think may have been up there then. Yeah, I think it was uh, Baker, Landry, okay, and Blake Jackson. We have, we have so many offensive weapons that I just forget which one actually went up there. So <laughs> we're we're gonna talk about the yeah, running back room. Of riches, really. <laughs> we're gonna talk about the running back room in a second. Ah, yes. But just tell us, see the point. You know, for someone outside of uh, Ohio, I've seen it with my own eyes, but I've never been there. What's it like? Tallest fastest roller coasters in the world and as a kid that was the place to go like a lot of people talk about going to disney world or disneyland but if you really want to ride roller coasters you go to cedar point and sandusky the millennium force when that thing came out when i was a kid was just something to behold and i rode that thing and it just scared the hell out of me i'm i'm one of those that paul i'm i'm scared of heights anyway and that thing is just way up there and uh, I, I, I just about lost my lunch riding it. But as soon as I got done, if I could have tolerated another two hours in line, I would have done it because it's just such a rush, such a thrill. And that's the way everything is up there. It's just all adrenaline, all a rush. It's, it's good times. How much would it cost roughly to go these days just for like a one adult ticket? You know, I don't know. What is it about? Maybe maybe 50 bucks or something. I mean, it's not cheap. It's not cheap, but uh, it's well worth it. It's well worth it if you can make it up to Sandusky. Big queues for rides or just quickly jump on each ride? Uh, last time I was up there, it was pretty long. Now, anymore, any of these theme parks, you could get the specific ticket where you can jump the line. So that's really the way to go. If you're an MVP or VIP type, then you just go to the front of the line like I'm sure the Cleveland Browns are able to do. So that's the way to really do it if you got the bucks. Yeah, excellent. And a bit of uh, Browns news. The NFL 
picks us as the most likely to end up end our playoff draft in 2019. What do you make about that? As Nick Gilbert once said, you probably don't know who Nick Gilbert is. If you're not a Cavs fan, he's the son of the owner who always goes for the, uh, uh, for the draft lottery. He always says, what's not to love? And that's where we're at with the Cleveland Browns right now. What's not to love, my man? I mean, come on. The NFL loves us. Everybody nationally loves us. They're going to get sick of us soon because we're going to be out there and we're going to be winning ball games. But I'm loving this momentum right now. And the NFL is not, uh, is not uh, totally uh, oblivious to that. Yeah, if you think about it, it's gone from 0-16 to big, big, big uh, expectations, potentially playoff Super Bowl. Mate, you've you've witnessed it all over the years. So, is this the is this the highest you've ever felt as a Browns fan? Well, even that, and it's it's before we have a winning season. I mean, over here, the Kentucky Derby is a pretty big deal, and you see Baker Mayfield doing the the jockeys up there at the at the Kentucky Derby just out of the blue. I mean, these things are happening. You've got the Browns being on national TV four times this year uh, before. <clears throat> excuse me, before flexing. That's incredible, man. I haven't seen anything like this before for my Cleveland Browns. Even in the 80s, everybody would love to dog the 80s and the 90s. Everybody would love to dog the Cleveland Browns, even when they were winning. But right now, it seems it's almost uncomfortable. You've got so many people who are on the Browns riding this momentum with Baker Mayfield that uh, it's kind of a weird spot to be in as a Cleveland Browns fan. I'm, I'm enjoying it, though. Excellent. Well, there's been a bit of Browns news today. We signed LJ Scott and let um, Devent May leave, the ex-Packers running back on the practice squad. What do you know about LJ Scott? Well, I saw him play a little bit. I'm a Ohio State fan, and, of course, he went to Michigan State. And uh, he, he's, a, he's a pretty good back, you know. He might be able to help us out. Uh, he's got a little bit of beef to him. He's only six foot, but he's, uh, he's what, 240, 235, something like that. So he's, a, he's got some good size to him. Um, he, he's got some quick feet. Uh, so I, you know, he might be able to help us. I really like the fact that Dorsey's continually tinkering. I mean, even with what we've got in that running back room right now, he's continuing to look for what might be, you know, a fill in here, a fill in there, or somebody who's asked to step up for big time if somebody gets injured. Cause you know, Paul, as well as I do, the running back position anymore in the NFL is a rotating door. So you can never have enough warm bodies for that position. Yeah. Obviously Nick Chubbs, 100% on the roster. How do you feel about Hilliard? Do you think? I would hope so. No, he, he is. Nick Chubb's 100% on the <laughs> roster. Good Lord. This isn't the old Browns we're talking about <laughs> making stupid decisions. These are the Browns that make the right decisions. He's going to be on the roster, and he's going to be carrying that rock a ton. But otherwise, Hilliard, what do you think his chances of making the roster? I don't know as much about Hilliard. I, I'll be honest with you. You know, I've been looking right now at, at Chubb, at Johnson, and then eventually Kareem Hunt. I mean, that's really where it, the be-all, end-all is for me. And I really am curious to see what they do with Duke Johnson. Uh, I think that he's burning a hole right now in John Dorsey's pocket, and he's looking to make a move with him. But if he doesn't, we're in a nice position of having a great, like, thunder and lightning between him and Chubb uh, with Kareem and then basically bridging until Kareem Hunt comes back. Like I said, you can't have enough warm bodies back there, and you got three good ones at your disposal. I think top-end talent, uh, especially when it comes to Hunt and Chubb, and I think Duke Johnson's right behind them. 
Yeah, that is an absolute dream trio of running backs. Chubb, Hunt and Duke. It is dream fancy luck. What do you um? What do you think they'll do until Hunt, uh, Hunt comes back? Uh, well, I, I think they're going to explore the weapons that they've got. To be honest with you, I mean, it'll be interesting to see now if Chubb getting more carries, what he could do. Uh, assuming we keep Duke Johnson, uh, how he fits into that picture, and then you know when you got OBJ out there. Oh, by the way, the number one pickup across the NFL in the off season. Uh, it's going to be fun to see how he plays into this thing. Uh, Jarvis Landry, how he's going to adapt to his new role, not having to be, you know, that pseudo number one on this team, being able to get to a position that's more natural for him. And then Najoku. I look for Najoku to have a big role on this team. And I look for them to to really target him a lot more than you'd probably expect. That guy, I think, has a bunch of talent. I think he let us down with some key drops last year. And if he can eliminate those, then, man, we've got a lot of handles that we can pull at any given time on this offense for Todd Monken. And I'll be excited to see it. Do you think it's going to be easy to keep them all happy? No. No, it's not. And I think that's a great thing, man. How about having enough talent around you that everybody wants to stink and ball? That's great. And you know what? Let Baker Mayfield figure that out. He's got the moxie. That's exactly where he wants to be, in the position where everybody around him wants the ball. He's got it. He's just got to decide who's more open. I mean, what a dream scenario. That's, that's awesome and tailor-made for a guy of the mindset of Baker Mayfield. So – can you see LJ Scott making the roster? Sure. I'd never say never, uh, especially we don't know what's going to happen with Duke Johnson. I mean, that's going to tell us a whole lot. And uh, if, if LJ could do, can show us something, I, I think that, that um, Dorsey is always looking for talent and he's not going to kick talent out the door and he'll find a way to keep him around. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I, I really like the, the picture that we've got at running back. We've been, you know, at times in the past, oh, geez, 20 years, it has been so thin where we've had one back, sometimes two, and that's about it, to now be able to pick and choose and, and situationally be able to bring in guys that we feel pretty good about. That's a, that's a lot better than what we've had before. Yeah, my. I'm absolutely uh, buzzing. I'm so excited, Chris. I actually bought um, flights out to the opening game uh, today. So I'm officially in Cleveland. Very nice. And that weekend is also Ohio State. So I'm going to try and do both back to back. Now, we've talked about this before. You haven't been down to the shoe yet, down to Ohio State. I'm going to try and go that Saturday. That is unbelievable. Wait until you see that thing. I, I mean, it's amazing. You're, you're going to have to remind yourself while you're there that this is not a professional team. That's an amateur team when you get out there. Like, the Browns are professional. Ohio State is not. It's supposedly amateur. It's supposedly college. But it is an atmosphere like none other that I've ever seen before. 100,000 people plus in that stadium. People that come out to tailgate just to tailgate. You see a little bit of that up at Cleveland with the Browns, of course, and it's legendary there. Uh, the people down here are just it, – it's, it's another level with what they do with their tailgating. And there are so many that don't even go to the ballgame. It's unbelievable. And how far away are you from uh, the stadium? Uh, about an hour. About an okay. hour from the shoe. Yeah. 
Good, good. And, and you little to- known fact, I went there for uh, graduate school. I got my MBA from the Ohio State, so I am also an alumni. And uh, do you go to all the games, just a few of them, or? For Ohio State, I'll yeah. go to about one or two per year. This last year, I went to two. I went to the Tulsa game, but then I went to the game. I went and saw Michigan come to our house, and of course, we just destroyed them. And that was just such a good feeling. It's uh, to destroy Harbaugh on the way out for uh, for our guy uh, Urban Meyer here in Columbus. So uh, it was something special. I actually went with my grandfather. Uh, my father and my uncle. So we had several generations there. It was a bucket list thing for my grandfather. He'd never been to the shoe, much like you. And uh, it was kind of a neat send-off. It was a great afternoon, great afternoon. I will say, Paul, uh, that reminds me of one thing. If you do go, make sure you go to to the Skull Session beforehand. That's held at St. John's Arena. I think they're doing it again this year. St. John's, they're they're trying to shut that down. And, and, And but I believe they're doing it for the upcoming season as well. Uh, but the skull session is where the Ohio state marching band goes in and does all kinds of pregame prep or pregame pep uh, band type of stuff. Usually uh, the coach will come in, give a speech, maybe a wow. team captain, all the players come in. It's really something to behold. So make sure you pencil that in as well. Do you need to get a ticket for that? Or is it just anyone's? No, it's free. It's free. You could just walk into the skull session. And just educate me a little bit. How, when does that, is it a few hours before it starts or? Yeah, there's a set time. You'll have to look it up online. It's, a, it's about an hour before the game or something along those lines, but you'd have to check it out. But basically it starts off with the band inside. They start playing. And then at some point the head coach will come in and then all the players will come in and they'll trickle through and the the band will be playing for them. You got that place. And it's a small St. John's arena is really small. It's old school. So you've really got the feel of being right on top of the team. Uh, And it gets everybody pumped up and then everybody processes from there over to the stadium. It's definitely a part of the experience. You've got to check out. Awesome. And are you, are you going to get up to any Browns games this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be up to – well, I don't know which ones yet. We'll have to see what the kids' uh, activity schedule looks like. But I'll be up to several this year, especially with the way they're trending right now. It's going to be a hard ticket to get because i got so many people who are asking me for the tickets. Uh, <laughs> but I, I will definitely be at a few. I'm over in Cleveland next weekend. And I know, I know. And we we're already talking about maybe going to that Indians game. So we'll see. I may see you there, Paul. No promises, but I may see you there. Tell us, Indians game, what is the highlight of a, of a baseball game? Highlight of a baseball game? Well, if we win, it's that. Um, I, I just love the experience. I mean, it's just completely different than football. You know, football is all about the buildup for specific times, specific plays. Baseball, you know, played in a park, you go in, you enjoy the food, you enjoy the company, you enjoy all the traditions, the seventh inning stretch, you know, um, the, the announcement of the players at the beginning of the game, just the nuances of baseball and what it's all about. So it's just completely different for me. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's just like the Browns and that I just want the Indians to win every single time they take the field. Awesome. All right. Chris, thank you so much for your time. Um, tell everyone, I'm sure that everyone's following you. Where can we find your details? You can find me on Twitter at Reflog underscore 18. And also check out the Big Play Reflog show. It is usually there at the top of my feed on Twitter. And we tape here in a couple hours. So a fresh one will be out.
tonight we've got uh, a draft expert on, and uh, we'll also be breaking down a little bit of Cavs action. So check that out at reflog underscore 18 on Twitter. Excellent. Anything crazy you got planned for 2019? Anything crazy? No. Well, maybe a 19 and 0 parade. How about that? But that may be in 2020, you know, once we actually win the bowl. So, uh, but lead up to that, no, nothing off the top of my head, Paul. Can I have an exclusive? If we win the Super Bowl, will you, will you put on a uh, 0 and 19 parade? A, a 19 and 0 parade, absolutely, absolutely. And I think we'll have more people than just 3,500 show up for that bad boy. <laughs> All right, Chris, mate. Love the work you do. Love your tweets. And thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Paul. Speak to you soon. Hopefully soon at the Indians. Absolutely. Sounds good. Go Browns. <laughs>